Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a New York Auto experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we are back with episode 42 of the Game Plan Podcast, and finally, a victory Wednesday, as I'm recording this on a Wednesday evening, but, you know, early week victories are always outstanding, um, uh, just to celebrate them on a Monday, Tuesday, even Wednesday, I mean, that victory rolls over into next week, you feel the energy pumping, especially for this Sunday in London, first the Atlanta Falcons for the New York Jets, I mean, what, just, what a great game, um, to watch, to be enjoyed, um, by Jets fans this past Sunday versus the Tennessee Titans, and I know, without Julio Jones, without AJ Brown, screw all the excuses, I'm just trying to enjoy, the first one of the season with Robert Sala's head coach and Zach Wilson under center, and it was a wild one for sure. I mean, Zach Wilson, he showed you what you were getting when you picked him at number two overall, right? The wow throws, the, I mean, adjustments to the line of scrimmage. He was audible. I mean, he was, you know, rolling out. He had time. He had, you know, no accuracy issues really other than a few throws that could have maybe ended the game. But other than that, 27-24, uh, yeah, 27-24 victory over the Tennessee Titans. Um you know, a few key points to take out of it. Of course, Zach Wilson looked good, but uh, looking, um, you know, on the opposite side of the football, you have guys like, you know, Quincy Williams, Quinn Williams. I mean, Quincy especially. I mean, a guy who's coming in here, a waiver claim by Joe Douglas from the Jacksonville Jaguars. What a game, right? I'm pretty sure he had like, I don't know, 11 or 12 tackles, a sack, a tackle for loss. And of course, Quinn Williams, his brother, um, the first time NFL history since stats were tracked in 1982, where, you know, I believe they got this stat from Richardson Mania. I posted it on Instagram at New York Just Game Plan if you want to go check out that post. But first time in NFL history where, you know, since stats were recorded that it, brothers on the same team, same uh, same game, uh, got a sack. So that, that was really cool for those guys. Um, really proud of them and the way they performed thus far this season, especially Quinnen after, you know, a rough one and two games, you know, coming, coming in weeks three and four really, uh, I mean, dominating uh, to say the least. I'm pretty sure um, – he has the highest pressure rate uh, with 70 snaps, with a minimum of 70 snaps played. I believe Jet X Factor had that on Quinnen. So, I mean, it's it's outstanding the way he, he's been able to rebound from a foot injury in the offseason and just come in here early in the season and really, uh, you know, pick up where he left off in 2020 and uh, hopefully continue a dominant thus far 2021. But other guys, you know, CJ Mosley flying around. Um, Bryce Hall in this secondary, let, let me tell you right now, this, this young secondary that I know many didn't expect to play, you know, this well early in the season, albeit the entire season, um, is playing outstanding. And they're really keeping this team in games. As crazy as crazy as that sounds, because I know early in the, early in the offseason, we were thinking this offense was going to put up, you know, 20, 30 points a game. They were going to have to win shootouts. They were going to have to put up 30 points a game against opposing, opposing defenses. But this defense, man, this defense, ranked at number 13 uh, following week four. But, I mean, you know, um, it's really good. That's really good through four weeks, and I think if they keep it up, you know, uh, guys like Brandon Eccles, Michael Carter II, who I think is one of the best cornerbacks um, on this team right now, one of the best rookie cornerbacks in the NFL, obviously. Um, I think he's playing outstanding coming in here. You know, rookies don't usually do this. Rookie cornerbacks, they don't usually come in here and dominate their opposition, but, I mean, Michael Carter's built different, I guess. So he's in here um, just working cats. And then you got guys like, uh, you know, Javelin Goodry, undrafted free agent. You have guys like uh, Brandon Eccles, six-round pick. It's just these guys who are coming in and just unproven, but they're proving to really just be able to play. They could play ball. And it's really impressive to see how Joe Douglas is, you know, 
we were saying he all, you know, he ignored the cornerback position throughout the offseason and he didn't put much thought into it. Looks like we're getting proved wrong. And, and, and you know, a lot of the bad takes in the offseason, you want to, a lot of the negative takes, albeit, um, you, you want to get proved wrong, right, heading into the season. And I think a few of those are uh, boiling down a little bit. So, you know, a little bit of a recap there. A great win, a uh, much-needed win, a 1-3 Jets team who is now traveling to London, England to take on the Atlanta Falcons, the 1-3 Atlanta Falcons who are coming off a loss to the Washington football team. Um, it's going to be a game. I think it's going to be a pretty good game. I know a lot of people are probably going to pick the Jets to win it, uh, at least in the Jets circles here. Um, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't discount the Atlanta Falcons, right? I know, you know, their pat their pass defense is not all that good. I believe they're giving up the seventh most passing yards through the air. Um, or it's around there. It's top 10. Um, um, yeah, I mean, the run defense isn't, isn't, isn't too good. Uh, offensive line obviously lacks a few, lacks a few, uh, good blockers on there, but I believe if the Jets take advantage of this momentum, if they take advantage of, you know, how Zach Wilson played last week and, you know, continue to roll him out, continue to get him off schedule. I think, I think the Jets have a good shot in this one. Um, you know, it's in London, no really home field advantage, though these fans are going to be really screaming for anything. I wrote that in my article on uh, the Jet Press. That should be coming out in a few days. You know, these fans in London, you know, they're NFL fans. They're, they're, they're fans of football, but, you know, I don't know if many specifically are Jets or Falcons fans, so they're just going to be, you know, really hollering for the next big play. So yeah, the Jets have to take advantage of that crowd noise, get them on their side early. I think it's really important because I think you saw that back in 2015, I think it was, when the Jets played in London uh, versus the Dolphins. And the Jets got that crowd. The Jets had that crowd from the start when, you know, Fitzpatrick threw that long bomb to Brandon Marshall on the left sideline. Marshall hauled it in for like a 65-yard gain, and the crowd went screaming. And they really just, you know, it felt like they rooted for the Jets for the majority of the rest of that game. So I think the crowd is very important to get on your side, as well as, you know, Corey Davis, right? Corey Davis has got to build on his Week 4 performance after a slow start to the season. Actually, a little bit of a quick start to the season in Week 1, and then slow down a lot in Weeks 2 and 3. Started off slow in Week 4, but then ramped up to 111 yards and 4 receptions. It's what you love to see, right, against your former team, but now you have to transfer that skill over to the Atlanta Falcons and try to, you know, copy what you did against the Titans, Um and a guy like Jameson Crowder, right? To have him back, to have him back against uh, the Titans and eventually Atlanta here is going to be huge. It's huge for Zach's development, and I think it's really good for this offense because Crowder can just get open. He's just a guy who can find separation in the defense, man or zone, and it's just he's off to the races, right? You get the ball in his hands, and it feels like the guy always makes the, makes the first guy miss. Um, and hopefully he continues that going. Uh, and Keelan Cole, right? Uh, Keelan Cole came in with a huge cash on that uh, right sideline bomb from Zach Wilson. I mean, outstanding. If he just kept his feet up, it would have been a touchdown, but I'll do for 70 yards down the field any day. Um, but, you know, uh, I, I think it was it was a good showing for all involved on the offense almost. Um, some offensive line struggles here and there, but I think they held up well, and I hopefully uh, they can sustain that through the Atlanta game in weeks progressing. But Atlanta, you know, they don't have the strongest defensive front. They don't have the most intimidating. So hopefully the Jets can take advantage of some of, you know, Atlanta's weak spots on the defense. Um, make sure you get the quick passes going, the run going. You really got to establish that run because, you know, we're four games in. We really haven't seen a dominant performance on the ground. Um, I mean, I guess you could argue in that. Um what game was it? I think the Patriots game, right? They ran all over him for like 150 yards or something like that. But I mean, that's it's not good enough because you didn't pull out the win. So you gotta you know, establish the run, get the pass going. I think Zach, you know, 
really comfortable when the run is already established and, you know, they're already making their way down the field. They're getting those plays, those chunk plays. So I think um, getting the ground game going will pay dividends for this team moving forward. And it gets to, you know, not not too not too good Atlanta team. They, they should be able to uh, establish the run early and often. Um, but, um, yeah, with that said, hopefully the Jets can really um, take advantage this week. Um, you know, it, it's a, it's always a tough game going into London and playing. Uh, I think I think for coaches, especially, I believe Saul spoke on this the other day or today. Um, he said, you know, it's not the easiest thing in the world for coaches to just you know go to London and try to you know coach, motivate, and uh, win a game. So it's going to be difficult for both teams. Um, but you know, uh, Coach Arthur Smith for the Atlanta Falcons, a name that should be pretty familiar to Jets fans. Uh, he interviewed here in the. Uh, early part of 2021 uh, for the head coaching vacancy. Didn't get it. Of course, that job went to Robert Sala, but uh, Smith, a pretty good head coach himself, pretty good offensive mind. So hopefully the Jets are game planning. I'm guessing they're game planning, obviously, for uh, Smith and the rest of that offense. Matt Ryan, Kyle Pitts, the uh, the uber-athletic Kyle Pitts, uh, superstar receiver Calvin Ridley, um, Mike Davis on the ground. I think the Jets will, uh, really be successful, um, stopping the run this week. I think the Atlanta's going to have to pass the ball uh, and I'm not sure if they're going to have much success doing that either, but, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta clamp Kyle Pitts with the linebackers, you know, put, put guys on Ridley. You have to make sure you get Ridley under control because that guy could take over a game quickly. Uh, pressure Matt Ryan, right? The Jets had seven sacks against Ryan Tannehill in a weak Tennessee, uh, offensive line. You're not going to see many different things against the Atlanta Falcons. The offensive line is equally as weak, maybe weaker, and Matt Ryan doesn't kind of looks like a shell of himself. So uh, he's a, he, albeit he's been playing pretty well over the past few weeks, he's been playing better. But you know the Jets have to get pressure on Ryan, and I think if they do, they have a good chance in this one. So appreciate everyone sticking around for this episode of the Game Plan Podcast. My name is Tyler. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at New York Jets Game Plan, Twitter at New York Jets Game Plan, and make sure you read some of my stuff on the Jet Press. I do post weekly scouting reports on there for the upcoming matchup for the Jets. So this week, obviously, the Atlanta Falcons, last week, the Tennessee Titans. So make sure you go head over and read all those, um, whichever game you want to catch up on. So appreciate everyone sticking around for this episode. I will be back next week with episode 43 and hopefully another W.